from Destroy the Hairdresser, I'm Sid Charisse. And I'm Caleb Bosher, and you're listening to Bleached. Bonjour! <laughs> Bonjour! Comment ça va? That's too much. Okay. okay. <laughs> that was cute. Well, I thought we were going to talk about how you just got back from Paris, so I wanted to do like a French opening. That was really fun. Um, I did get back from Paris, and let me tell you something. I almost didn't come home. It was the most beautiful city. What was the hair like? The hair was like New York. <laughs> so it, it, really wa- it really was. No, it, everything was very lived in. I mean, they are, it's obviously a little major city and um, not little at all, but everything, all, I was really trying to pay attention to the fashion and really trying to pay attention to the hair. And everything I saw was just so, it reminded me of New York. So I don't know who's stealing from who, but. We're probably stealing from them. Oh, I Guarantee it. But, um, but they have a high theft rate. Kim Kardashian <laughs> went there and got robbed. I did. My mom actually did get pickpocketed. She did? Yeah, we took, We went to... Uh, you didn't tell me that. We went to Versailles, and she had maps in her pocket, but they were folded up to look like a wallet. And someone swiped it, but she said she felt the breeze in her pants. <laughs> <laughs> but I had no problem. She felt the breeze in her pants? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was her, her exact words. Deborah ridiculous that's not that's not Uh, what that was but it was it was really great you know um i met up with some friends there that i haven't seen a really long time and uh that was wonderful i did some hair i played uh and then took my mom around to a bunch of fantastic touristy and i went for my birthday it was it was my 59th (laughs) birthday (laughs) i look great i'll tell you guys the secret one day (laughs) when you say i'm 59 i feel like so pretty when you say my real age, I'm like, oh. We don't say our real ages. I'm 22 for life. <laughs> I'm, I'm 25 and holding. Um, I was here. So I have two friends. <laughs> I have two friends total. Okay, one of them is you. <laughs> the other one is my friend Victor Hanau. If you guys want to follow him on Instagram, it's at Victor Hanau, H-E-N-A-O. You need to follow him. He's a really... Awesome makeup artist, um, and he does some pretty. You'll cool see peeps. some famous faces on but Instagram. They were you were gone, and Victor was in China and Japan for work, and I was alone and lonely. You sent me a meme <laughs> that I had to look at probably for like three days in a row because I thought it was so funny, and it was a meme of. Tom Hanks and Castaway poking at a fire, and the, the caption was, "When all of when, when your two friends are gone on a vacation, it's like uh, that pretty much sums up." I thought you would love the feeling having the place to yourself, and I, which you probably did for like two days. I did it. It got bored. I mean, I was busy, which is good. Um, you don't realize how much of your downtime is filled with us. Yeah, I didn't realize that. So one of my clients, one of my cool clients is nominated for a Tony. So we've been really busy doing tons of press, which has Shmosh been Mobin. very, Schmosh has been nominated and it's been really fun. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. It's been fun. So I'll be doing hair for the Tonys this year, which is exciting for myself. It's a, it's a career first mm-hmm. for me. Um, it wasn't even on the list. So that just happened. I know. It was really nice. I know. My list is Madonna. Madonna yeah. is still on the 2017 list yeah. of, People to it's gonna happen. You got to do the Tonys first before you can do Madonna. <laughs> Come on, get get real. Okay? So, but yeah, that's so everything's in flow. Everything's mm-hmm. working. Um, no, but yeah, it was a, it was. It's been a busy time, but it was sad to not have 
my people. Yeah. I had this apartment to myself, and Victor gave me a key to his apartment, so I had his apartment to myself. So when you're in the city, and really all I had was just a bunch of apartments. <laughs> And no and friends. Plants. And plants. And plants. Plants everywhere. Plants and apartments. Um, but in other news, besides that, I, you and Drew's dues both cut my hair off. We, yes. And that's, that was a heartbreaking hair for me. It's gone. I know. You, everyone else had a hard time. <laughs> it was about us, the people. Everyone else had a hard time with it than I did. Yeah, you cut it off so, like, I, I was ready and willing. I was, I was coloring. I was doing a balayage and I almost, like, Threw bleach in her face because I look over and your half your hair's gone and I like it was all it's like I can imagine what a mother feels like when their kid like gets gum in their hair like that was their only reaction I was just like what did you do what did you do <laughs> no it was it was a weird feeling it still is a weird feeling but I feel liberated I feel liberated I feel more attractive you know when you get a haircut you feel more attractive I'm at this point where I'm like. I'm trying to grow my hair back out because I look at pictures and it was so long and I was like, look at me. But then I'm like, I kind of want to cut it all off again too. And I just kind of feel like. I mean, I've ruined the brand. Yeah. So you might as well. Now's the time. (laughs) Because our brand is in flux. (laughs) All of our marketing is me with long hair. I know. We have to to take new pictures. Oh my God. (laughs) We have to take new pictures now. Great. So for those of you who have not seen it, I did post a little preview on my personal Instagram, at Caleb Bosher, but I did not, it wasn't, it wasn't very clear. It was a lot of glare. Well, that's when it was. Sh- and it was so long. Yeah. Girl. It was like down. It was, it was like a man bob. It was a man bob. From the back, from the back <laughs> Caleb I looked, looked like, like straight up lesbian. <laughs> from the back, I looked like every girl said they were dated. Yeah. In her entire life. <laughs> you did. And I was kind of like, oh, I like what you got. I like what's going on here. <laughs> And you were just like, I'm like no. from, if you saw me from the back, would you hit on me? Yes. <laughs> that was my, I was like, yes. And then he was like, we got to cut my hair shorter. So last I night. I still look like, I still have like a lesbian, like a, les, a lesbian would. Are we um, in trouble for saying this? It's definitely a gender neutral haircut. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I had the same haircut you have right now six years ago. So uh, that's what I'm looking at. I'm like envious. I'm like, I want to cut all my hair off again. But I like, I like being able to pull it in a, in a pony. We did put a wig on you, mm-hmm. which you won't talk about how we got it or nope. why we have it, but that's inappropriate. But we did put a brown wig on you, and it looked good. And it was dark. It was very dark brown. Yeah. I colored. I've, I'm naturally blonde. I've had blonde hair my whole entire life. I cannot. It's like Gwen Stefani kind of thing. Like, I don't know who I would be without blonde hair. And I remember when I was like 19, 20, I colored it, box color it, people. This was before I went to hair school. So it's green. Um... <laughs> I don't know why it wasn't, but it wasn't, okay? <laughs> but I did. I did. It was like a level four. And um, my because I have blue eyes, it looked so great, but I looked so sick because I was so pale. But it was, I've never done it again since, but putting on that wig, I was like, okay, maybe this could be Maybe a thing. it's time. Maybe we start going darker slowly. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it all. We're just no, gonna- it's true. I think it's important, especially like as professionals, that we like... We get so caught up in, like, the same... Well, because we are the brand of our company, so it's hard to change things sometimes, but we are still uh, people <laughs> who have emotion. And yeah, people forget that. <laughs> you can't feel. <laughs> you can't take a day off. Why aren't you giving me everything that I need all the time? <laughs> this is why I'm Because single. I'm sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you're single. <laughs> okay, well, we have some... Um, 
We have we have a lot to talk about. This is this is going to be a fun one. So now is the portion of the show where we read emails and Facebook comments and Instagram comments and all the FYI. Things. This whole podcast is going to be about you and what you want to know. So, so we're going to go one by one. We're going to go through our emails, our fan mail. All right. So our first email, our first fan mail that we're going to be talking about today. We're going to shout out to Lauren who uh, actually owns a queer salon in Chicago called Barbara and Barbara. You can follow her at Barbara and Barbara on Instagram. That's so cute. Um, but she wanted to say a few things and I'm going to read the, the email um, out loud and um, hopefully she's listening and hears this. She said, let me start by saying that I think it's brilliant what y'all are doing. And I'm so happy to have something like this to continue to inspire me throughout the week. Drew Ehrman, who is at Drew's Dues, Drew's Dues, who was on one of our earlier podcasts, is a good friend of mine, and I am one of the queer roommates that he lived with in Chicago. He sent me your podcast a few months back during a time when I was kind of feeling overwhelmed with my hairstylist life. Dot, dot, dot. It happens. I own a queer lunch in Chicago called Barbara and Barbara, and it's been around for over seven years, and we have always just done our own thing, kind of like the little black sheep of the hair world. It is great to know that there are other stylists out there, such as both of you, working to change the industry for the better and to use their voices to dismantle the construct that being a stylist is just one narrow path that we all have to follow. I loved hearing the podcasts about queer spaces as we've been breaking down gender identity just by existing. I love hearing about other salons and stylists around the country challenging these same ideas. I did want to clarify, and this is why we love Lauren for emailing us, she said, I did want to clarify that the cut it out law that passed in Chicago, Illinois, does not require stylists to report abuse. Okay, so we had talked about um, there was a law being passed that hairdressers had to report um, abuse. Well, they were being trained to spot it. Being trained to spot it. But I think we did, I think I might have said that they legally have to report it. But she is saying that is not true. Um, but it is a required two hour CEU class where we have to take every time. That we have to take every time we renew our licenses. It teaches stylists how to be a support system for those individuals in abusive relationships. I think it's an important distinction between understanding how to support someone versus being required to get involved. For instance, if you are required to report abuse, it may put the victim in a position where they stop seeing you. Or worse, if their abusive partner knows this, uh, then your client life, then your client's life or your life could be at risk. I just wanted to let you know in case you were going to research it further. So thank you, Lauren, for giving us that. I think it's important. Yeah, very so important. It's a little bit of clarity. Thanks for the clarification. Uh, but anyway, she said, y'all are awesome and helped bring me out of my hair funk. Thank you for existing. Keep doing it. And I hope to meet you both sometime. If you're ever in Chicago, you are more than welcome to visit us at our salon. Which so we will. We are booking tickets right now. We will come. <laughs> <laughs> no, but when we are in Chicago, which... I haven't been to Chicago in a long time. We I feel should like go. a Chicago trip's coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Chicago. I grew up in Michigan, so Chicago was like where you went if you want to go to a big city that wasn't Detroit. Uh, um, so we'll we'll definitely come see you um, at Barbara and Barbara. I love that name. I do too. Again, the Instagram is at Barbara and Barbara. So I asked some questions on our fan page, and I was basically asking what everybody wanted us to talk about, what they wanted to hear, you know, what they want more of out of the podcast, because it's good to check in with you guys since you are our listeners. And um, we had a really, a really great response. We had a few people that um, had a lot to say. And so I'm going to shout them out. The first one is uh, 
Kate. <laughs> and in all caps, she said, why did Caleb cut his hair? Um, so I'm going like, to answer that for you right now. Yeah. Um, I felt trapped as a human behind my curly locks. She just shaved her, she shaved her head last year. Like, I feel like okay, she of all you people. Get you get it. You no, get it. No, I understand. I, a lot of people are upset about me cutting my hair, which I kind of think is cool because it means that like that many people are paying attention. Mm-hmm. Well, you also have the hair of God. I know. I have really good hair and I appreciate like, it. And maybe think, I'll grow it out again. I'm sure you will. I used to think Jared Leto had the most beautiful man hair until yours came out. And I was like, what is there? I do feel less how I want to feel when I have long hair. Mm. And we, in, in our coaching, everything is based on how do you want to feel it. I feel less of how I want to. So I feel more of how I feel more comfortable and I feel more You're feeling yourself right now. And I feel myself right now with short hair. So um, I would appreciate all the supports <laughs> if you guys could give them to me. But yes, I understand that everyone is very upset about the loss that we've all experienced with <laughs> <from> my hair. <laughs> Okay, so um, our next one, I'm going to actually try to read it like she she wrote it because it's hilarious, but it was Jamie, and if we butcher any names... We're just saying first names. We're just saying so first names. So we're it's Jamie, please, not Jamie. Yeah, but please forgive us. So Jamie, she said, can we talk about how if one more person cuts hair with fire or an axe, <laughs> they need to have their license taken away? And then she said, knock, knock it off now. <laughs> and then she said, phew, glad I got that off my chest. Thanks, guys. I can't with those. Like, how have they not blown someone up? First of all, I... So the first one that kind of came out was the guy with the samurai sword, right? Yes. And then the second one that came out was the guy with the fire. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And, like, there were some other ones, but, like, those were, like, the ones. Yeah. And then this third one has really, like, taken Just... abuse yeah. to a whole other level with the... With yeah. the um, is it an axe? Yeah. yeah he looks axe. like a maniac. I don't trust him. Like he, that he, has to hurt so badly. Like I that has to hurt their scalp so badly. If you look at my hair wrong, I say ow. You know, like it. I can't imagine. I can't even. I couldn't even brush my hair. Like that man. Now there was. I don't know if it was the same guy, but someone was doing the same thing with an axe where they were barbering. Oh, I saw that too, and they were like hitting it. Yeah, and like, it really looked good. Oh. But one wrong hit, and that ear is just gonna. If it's cutting hair that precise. Can you freaking imagine, like, what would happen if you just, like, slit, like, oops, your entire ear has now fallen off. And I'm allowed to have a license because I took a, I did 12, 1,200 hours of schooling. First off, I'm, I'm not even mad at the, the hairstylists, if you can call them that. I'm mad at the idiots that are allowing this. Like, these guys have to be psychopaths because they well, are. if they don't work for themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Then the owner or the boss has to take over and take control. I feel like the hairstylists in themselves are master, like, they have to have some sort of, like... This is the like, same reason we got the president we have. People They're killers. Boss. They have to be killers People. because they are master manipulators. If someone came up to me and said, I want to cut your hair with an axe, it's going to be the latest craze. No, I'd say no. How to the no. Not okay? Only, not only do... Not is it just because I don't want you to cut my hair with an axe. I don't want to die. Yeah. That's it. Like, I have plans. <laughs> I have goals to achieve have, here. Yeah, things to do, goals to achieve. And is I'm it like, cool? For five seconds, yeah, it's cool. Is it dangerous? Extremely. For, Samurai swords, fire, and axes. It's a... Like, I'm not... I'm done. Understanding. I can't. Jesus, take the wheel. It's a mess. 
also people are this is this is why we started our company people are bored yes people are so they're bored. unfulfilled and bored and they're like i'm going to i'm gonna do some crazy shit yeah they're screaming for attention they need help and we gave it to them we we're should it actually them. contact them and see if they want to be our program no we're not contacted don't contact us <laughs> but the fire one i can't get over because burnt hair smells like death it's not cute now there is a thing called hair kindling with the candle yeah which I... I don't even know about that either. I can't. There's a place in New York we should go... Um, we should visit. Yeah. I'll get a little strand kindled, see what happens. Just one strand. I'm just going to walk in if it smells like burnt hair. One, okay, so the first time... <laughs> I just imagine you walking in and running, walking right back out. Like. might be what happens. I, the, the first time I ever smelled burnt hair was actually when my little Mancoon cat, Oliver... <laughs> He was, I don't know if you guys know what a Maine Coon is or Maine Coon A big ass cat. fluffy cat. Big fluffy cat. Lots of hair. And huge long tail. And my mom was one of those, she's one of those women that likes candles to be lit at every moment. At which all is times. kind of fun and nice. But Oliver's tail would flip around the house and start <laughs> on fire. <laughs> and so like, I would always know when Oliver's tail was on fire because the smell was rancid. And he didn't know? Like, did he, he try to pitter potter it out? No. He just had a burnt tail at all He would time. just, like, walk around and, like, smoke would be, like, He was a streaming. Pokemon. <laughs> he was, yeah. He was, like, Charmander. Charmander. His name was Oliver. Rest, rest his soul. <laughs> he was an awful Oh, cat. my gosh. Okay. But, yeah. So, that was her name? Janie? Janie. Janie, 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 Janie. Um, that, we agree Jane with dog. you. Yeah. We agree with you. It's going to stop. But we also know that it's not, it's not going to stop. You know why it's not going to stop? <laughs> because we like ridiculous entertainment and we share the crap out of it and yeah. it goes viral i mean i shared at least and that vi- i shared all those videos you're like, look at this fool <laughs> like it's not even trying to support we're just like you have to see the shenanigans yeah there's yeah so it'll be around forever to entertain there's us. no such thing as bad press no. <laughs> all right so who's our who's next on the list mariah uh she basically said we have a good rhythm she loves our podcast um loves all our stories and she wants to know about your hair i Feel as though I'm under attack, and there is nothing I so can. So this is the Caleb show. <laughs> There's nothing I can do. The hair has been cut. It's over. It's gone. It's over. It's been canceled. It's been canceled. We've been talking about the streets. All right, next. But one. I do have a cool '90s haircut you thanks to you it. and Drew. Yeah. So I said I, that. we're going to post a picture. Like I'm going to post a picture. You know, giving everybody the bird. We'll post it when we launch the podcast so they can see it. Yeah. Okay. Next up, we have... So you weigh in. Yeah. So weigh in. <laughs> <laughs> we have Rebecca. Rebecca actually took... Um, we did little uh, quick classes. Um, last month, we had an Instagram one and how to optimize your clientele. And they she were took, so great. She took both of them and loved them. So she's... she's Rebecca's got it. She's got a part down. of us now. Uh, and... She said we could literally talk about anything. She loves us. Um, Good, because we literally do. Yeah. <laughs> and she wants to know, um, she thinks that we hit it hard with the business aspect of the industry. Um, but she said, your podcast on gender ne- neutral pricing convinced me to take the last step and change my pricing structure. That's amazing. That's- yeah. So I think there's a lot of people out there, even to this day, I even fuck up a little bit sometimes. I'll be like, men's cut, women's cut. That's We mm-hmm. can't do that anymore. Like, we don't live in that world. Yeah. Um, but I, it is, I still see it even now because I want to take it a step further. I think 
that this whole like short haircut, long haircut, like a haircut is a haircut. Everyone, everyone that thinks a short haircut should be less obviously has never done a short I know. haircut. I mean, it takes so long. It takes long and every mistake is, you see every mistake. It it's took harder. me 30 minutes to cut your hair. And if I was to cut layers in my own hair, it would take me two. It'll, yeah, exactly. Any hairdresser out there, like, you know, it takes five seconds to throw layers in someone's hair. Mm-hmm. If you're really rushing, it does not take five seconds to do a short you tapered haircut. You can't rush haircut. that shit. No. So I don't know what this pricing difference is. I know people associate shorter with less and less should cost less, but that's, that's our job to like teach them that that's wrong. So this is also like by removing the gender, we can also start removing that concept, which mm-hmm. I'm so annoyed with. Because um, what happens like for me, like was mine a long haircut or a short haircut? Yeah. When you cut all my hair off, oh. was it a long haircut or a short haircut? It was a short haircut, but, but it, it was but a fucking haircut. Also, it was long hair. You know no, what I mean? Just, so how yeah. you, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's ridiculous. I think it's so benign. Yeah. Like, we gotta get rid of it. And usually short haircuts are less, and I feel like it should be the opposite. Yeah. It would or be- like when kids come in, it's like, bitch, if you want me to cut your kid's hair, it's $120. <laughs> to deal with their bullshit. Deal with their bullshit. They're moving around. <laughs> Like, I need, like, malpractice insurance, because I might stab them in the eye, God forbid. (laughs) Like, and you want me to do it for what? 15 bucks? Yeah, what? Like, Like, 15, 20, 25, whatever it is. Like, that's insane. That's insane. They, um, I think it would be, I I think long cuts are usually more expensive, and this is just my opinion, people. And not even my opinion, I'm just, you know, throwing things out there. I think that it's always charged more because of the blowout. But how cool would it be? If you did like a short haircut price, a long haircut price, and then a blow dry separately, like why can't we just do one price for everything? I mean, I charge one twenty an hour, and I call it a day. It's just <laughs> exactly. I, I don't. It's make I don't cut though, but it makes my life so easy. Cut, cut like coloring by hour. I'm not rushed. I take my yeah. time. You know, like I I really give. And that's all. not a hard thing to do. Mm-hmm. It's a hard. It's and it's not even a hard thing to get your clients to do being charged by the hour um, because you're taking responsibility up front, right? Like you're mm-hmm. like, this is going to take me four hours. Yeah. Anything past that is your, you didn't quote it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So it's not hard to do. And I think a lot of people, it makes sense. I usually say I charge 120 an hour and this is going to take me about three to five hours. If yeah. it, you know, you're in just, that range. That's an example. So I give them a, a rough estimate. Um, and then when you come up, I Less, almost like to overprice happy. a little bit, yeah, like exactly. over, give them over hours. It's going to be $800, and then you're like, mm, 600 is okay. And, All of a sudden, you're thing, amazing. I, it, never do you hear the amount come out of my mouth. I'm like, it's going to be six hours, or it's going to be five hours. So I I actually like price you them. You change the whole yeah. conversation. And, it is, and you know, I was telling someone the other day, I don't really use an assistant anymore. Sometimes I double book, but I don't need to anymore because I'm giving them the hours that they're paying for. Yeah. So it's... It's a really cool concept, and I don't feel overwhelmed or exhausted or rushed. I'm making the money that I think that I or that yeah. I think I'm worth, and it's a great concept. If you want to work an eight-hour day, if you want to work an eight-hour day, it's 120 dollars an hour. Yeah, it's not bad. That's a pretty good damn day. Yeah, there's multiple ways to solve this pricing issue. What Maria, Mariah, what Mariah, Mariah, what Mariah. With an it was actually Rebecca that said about. The oh, pricing. Rebecca. Mm-hmm. So what Rebecca was saying. Um, about changing her pricing to gender neutral. That is an amazing step. Yeah. It's an amazing step Kudos in moving to you. forward. So congratulations. I'm so proud of you. Like, <laughs> I can't even... I'm it feels so, good that people 
are that are changing. Like, this is not. She's not the first one that's told us that. So it's really cool, and I would love to hear more if you guys have changed your prices um, to get rid of the gender, like to make your prices gender neutral, or if you start charging by hour. Like I would love to see how you're doing things. It'd mm-hmm. be really really cool to um to see what's happening out there. Cool. Well, there's this new thing, team based pricing. Tell me about it. I don't know about it. Is it the hourly pricing? I think there's an hourly pricing structure. Someone's going to write us about it now. Um, but there's an hourly pricing structure. And then it's like, but there's also like what the team brings in as a total. Everybody gets a cut. Yeah. There's something connected to that. God. I could be wrong. I would but, love to know more about that actually. Because yeah. like in my head, the first thing I went to is like a fucking Robbie in the corner with his feet up, you know, like, yeah. like, Oh, I only have one client today guys, but I just made $700, you know? <laughs> But I, I'm interested. To, I know. Fuck him. I I wonder how. Um, I would love to know how that works. Does anybody? Yeah. What's it called again? Team based pricing. It reminds me of when I used to bartend and we throw yeah. all our chips in a pool and split them at the end of the day. And it might not even be that. I'm just assuming. You just made something up. And no, no, this I'm is kidding. a real thing. But I, it might not even be that. I don't know. Um, but there is a website that one of my students. Um, in coaching she sent it to me to look into so i want to research it more cool I, I would that. like to know more I'm about, about that. that life all right and our last uh last little comment i'm actually um she asked a lot of questions so i'm gonna ask the question and we'll answer it and and that's how we're gonna play this game all right so what was her name nicole all right what did nicole ask first okay why did caleb cut his hair of course nicole i've already asked this four times <laughs> five if you want to okay. tell us. yeah like <laughs> i'm sorry I should have just saved my hair and sent people locks of it. Like Elvis. <laughs> okay, the second question is, is Sid still wearing lash extensions? Let me tell you all about something. Okay. I try real hard to be a girl. A real girl. But it just doesn't always work for me. Deep down inside, I am a 13-year-old boy. Yeah, but I struggle with those things. Like, I can't keep up the lash game. And if I'm not in an event or working, I am not. I don't have makeup on at all. Like, That's true. Like right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, like right now I'm in a cutoff t-shirt. I had chucks on, some pants. Like that's usually what I look like when I'm not on camera or behind the chair or with a student. So um, I do try to like fluff it up. And it just, it was, I couldn't do the keep up. I loved the lash extensions. I felt so pretty. How much I had was it? Lash for days. It was um, ninety nine for the first visit, and then one fifty after that for every. And every. It's supposed to be every two weeks, but I would go like lot. every month. Yeah. So. I need to get permanent ones. Are there such things? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> the reason why I love them so much, and all the girls out there can probably contest, but I, because I'm so light skinned and my hair so light, my eyelashes are so light, and so I love the fact that they made them look so dark. They always look good. And but I think that's what I. I didn't actually like the obnoxious lash, even though I got the smallest ones. I just liked having it look like I had mascara on. And there's this other thing that my lash specialist told me, which I think I'm gonna do. It's where it tints and perms them so they are, like, if you were to use a lash mm-hmm. curler, like, it's like that all the time. So it's your natural lashes, but they're darker and fuller. Like, not yeah. fuller, but flipped up. And I think that might be the direction I'm going to go. Because I hate wearing mascara. Well, thank God Nicole asked. I know. <laughs> and I hate doing my brows. And I hate wearing makeup. If I could just, like get it all smushed on my face all the time it'd be great okay where do you wait what was the place that you went to lash loft 
the Lash Loft, and they have been featured on BuzzFeed. Mm-hmm. They've been featured on BuzzFeed and a couple other magazines. Um, they're a pretty big deal. They're great. Lash. Loft. I did a lot of research because I was like crazy about it, and they were my best bet. So worth it. even though I spent that amount on them, worth every penny. Sid looked like Louis C.K. on his SNL <laughs> episode where he was a lawyer with long eyelashes. <laughs> Are you saying I look like a fat bald man? <laughs> Are you saying Louisa Kay's fat? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but those lashes, it was like that. It yeah. was just like... If you haven't seen it, it's Louisa Kay on SNL. Please go watch it. And just type in Louisa Kay eyelashes SNL on Google or YouTube and you will you will see Sid in action. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Second question is, what are you really into right now? Still from Nicole, right? Hair, food, style, workout. How do you fit in every aspect of your life? What are your schedules? Okay. So she just wants to know like what about we're into. our lives. I'm only eating air right now. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. We stopped eating completely. <laughs> um. Wait, what was the first one of all of those things? Like, what's the most specific? What are we into right now, hair-wise? I'm really into, like, 90s. Yes. That's what I was saying. 90s and 70s. Yeah. I really am into those two styles really but when i when i think when like you 90s say 70s, to me is like think, grunge yeah and 70s to me is like abba mm-hmm. <laughs> like i want a middle part i want Smooth, like straight long textured yeah yeah I, i'm really loving the and i think that everyone fits into either the 70s or the 90s or some of the people can fit into both um but like what did the 80s have yeah besides like some punk and some you know I mean, the 80s was a right in its own, but it's just not for me. <laughs> you know? And you're an 80s baby. I am. And I'm a 90s baby. Yeah. Yeah, and I, so, but my, I, I mean, think in I was, hair-wise, When yeah, you were born, I was four. So, like, you know what's weird? I, I think, grew up in the 90s. Well, I think what I, the question is, what do we like in here? So, 70s and 90s, I like grunge. I'm really into the, the girl bobs, but they're slicked back. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's. It's definitely more popular in the... A little more androgynous. Yeah. Um, but I also... New York has taught me how to like things that are usually, like, kind of ugly. Yeah. So I I kind of like ugly things now. That's very true, because in Florida, I would have looked at half the stuff that I'm in love with now and been like, ooh, yeah. girl needs a makeover. Yeah. Like, I now love when things look... I mean, I always love texture, but, like, now I really... Love that you unfinished. You lerve it. I lerve it. Lerve the unfinished look. But there's a way to finish unfinished looks, and I think that's what people have to remember. Like that's the art in it. You're not just fucking it up. Yeah. You're really putting things in a place, and yeah. pieces have purpose, and that's that's the beauty of this. It's undone. intentional hair. It's just that it's it's you know it it's I don't know. It's not very pretty. So I'm really into and there's a French term called. The French term is, since you just came back, is um, lead jolie or jolie lead. And it mm. means ugly pretty or pretty ugly. And it's about, really and there's a whole book on it. Um, and it's this idea of certain things. Why don't being, we have this book? I know, we should look it up. But um, it's the Pirelli, Pirelli calendar. Certain cal- it's Pirelli calendar. I, I'm fucking this up. But anyways, <laughs> um, this... This Jolie led this led Jolie situation is about like how ugly and pretty are kind of like the same thing. So that's I think that's what we're into. Both. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, food. 
I try to eat we really eat, clean. We eat as kosher as possible. Yeah, that's true. So we don't eat pork or shellfish. We cook a lot at home. Uh, a lot. We mainly eat vegetable. I mean, I think... I, it, it, our grocery store is actually really cheap because everything is from the farmer's market. Like, everything's straight off. Yeah, and it's usually, like, fruits and vegetables. Yeah, I eat a lot of fruit. And a lot of chicken sausage. That's yeah. pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of chicken sausage. We don't eat... I, I don't think that we eat... Like, some people enjoy cooking. We don't really enjoy... Like... Yeah. We enjoy cooking for... 10 minutes mm-hmm. and then eating it. I like I think cooking some, for people, but for myself, I'm like fast as possible. Yeah. And to me, fast like is like fast, saute vegetables, put a little thumb, something on it, eat it fast, go. So I don't know. That's. Yeah. I, I prep my food a lot. Like I always, I have a lunchbox with me all the time or. I'm not a prepper. I'm, I always have nuts or dried food in my purse or backpack and snacks and things like that. I'm crazy. I always think I'm going to like, mom. like not. I'm going to be in a place where I'm going to starve or the apocalypse is going to happen on my way to work. And I always have a kind bar. Not going to have food. And I always try to make sure I get a juice a day. I walk to the little juice stand across the street from our apartment and I get a fresh juice every morning. I think we're pretty healthy yeah. when it comes to eating. But then there's some nights. Like tonight, where ice cream will be broken out. And popcorn's happening. You know, whatever. Because popcorn's not bad for you. No. Especially the way we make it. Yeah, I put ghee all over it. Like, it's put not even ghee butter. <laughs> and put it, and we pop our own. Yeah, we literally we're pop so it in a pot. Hipster. Like, that's so annoying. We threw out our microwave. We were like, we did. fuck it. Everyone should throw out their microwave. But a, like, it's it, not good for the food. The first B, two weeks, the first two weeks of not having a microwave, I would like take something out of the fridge and be like, oh, gosh, damn it. Like, <laughs> fuck. And I have to warm it up in the pot. But then you. But now I'm totally used to yeah. it. Yeah. And it's faster. And it it's actually healthier. is. So that's the, our big food thing, I think, is that we just got rid of our microwave. No one cares about that. Um, <laughs> style. What are you into style right now? Style. <laughs> style. Um, I wear a lot of cut-off shirts. I'm really into, like, jeans. pastels. Yeah, you are. I, I definitely And bright colors, which is weird for me. I'm not. I think the brightest I went was, like, a dark maroon I'm shirt. I'm really into athleisure. Yeah. <laughs> I like to wear Adidas track pants uh, pretty much every day of the week. With Adidas tennis shoes and some bright color shirt and like a track jacket of some sort. Yeah, I wear I, I wear I have some good tennis shoes. Like I just got a new pair of Adidas, and um, but I wear them with like just for like we're walking. I don't think everywhere. we're fashionable. I think we're utilitarian. Like, yeah, we wear things to keep working. Yeah, and to keep going. Like I'm gonna be walking all over the city from meeting I may, to meeting. I'm wearing tennis shoes. Yeah. Like I may not much. work out, but I'm running from place to place. That's true. So my pants are appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> I wear a lot. I mean, it's summertime and set up. All my cutoffs come on, and then all my plaid comes out in the winter. So that's pretty much what's happening. I'm trying to like spice it up with some nice jewelry or like some cool earrings or something. As like our company grows and as we grow, we become more mature. Yeah. And we keep trying. We're getting closer. Yeah. We change a lot too. Like you and I throw away clothes probably every three or four months. We get. I feel like we throw away clothes every three or four weeks. Well, what happens is Caleb and throw away clothes, donate them, and he donates them to me. And so pretty much my whole wardrobe is Caleb's hand me down. Yes. Like you were trying to get rid of a sweater, and I was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, not in this house. That's mine. <laughs> Ridiculous. That okay. sweater was definitely not mine. That sweater was an X. Yeah. Well, it's mine now because whatever. <laughs> so next is um, she want to know about workouts. I run. I like to run. And I ride my bike everywhere. Like, I probably ride my bike more than I take the train. Your workout is running to the train. I feel like I, I feel like 
I get over 10,000 steps a day just from living in New York. So I feel like that's my workout. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And also yoga. I do yoga. Mm-hmm. I want to do yoga. I'm just so I'm, ADHD that then I get a text and the next thing you know, well, I'm out I'm work. less like, since I get my haircut, I definitely want to start working out more, taking my body a little more seriously in that aspect. So <laughs> I'll get back to you. Nicole. Boo-boo. I'll get back to you. Okay, so then she asked, um, she kind of asked two questions, okay? Uh, How do you get motivated and inspired every morning? And do some mornings you wake up and you not want to talk to humans? And then what do you do? Okay, so this is perfect because... We're complete opposite, so I'll let you go first. So this brings us into our little coaching session of the podcast. So this is a perfect segue because we wanted to talk about a topic. And Nicole, is it Nicole? Mm Mm-hmm. Nicole gave us our topic. So let me start with this. I think that one of the things that I had to learn and one of the things I teach all my students is that there is no such thing as work-life balance. Mm -hmm. Okay? Especially in our field. Well, there's just balance. So you can divide, you can compartmentalize. I guess you can say, I have work, I have life, and I have these other, whatever other areas you want to put in there. But the key word that everyone's looking for is balance. And balance is, and balance is different to every person. And I think, that that was, that's always been hard for me because I come from a German family, like kind of strict with like, you know, schedules and mm-hmm. rules. And, you know, I had, I had, a, I had a, a, a lot of flexibility, but there's a lot of things that like, my dad was kind of those, one of those workers that you get up, you work no matter what you feel, you get up, you do this. Yeah. And like, it's not an emotional thing. And I'm an emotional person and I'm a creative person. So that is, does not work for me. Yeah. So, um, being able to create my own schedule. Yes, of course, there are days where I don't want to get out of bed. There are days where I don't want to talk to people. Um, but I noticed that it's all about prepping the day before, mm-hmm. which I'm getting better at. Um, I'm also really bad at double booking, overbooking, overscheduling, having to change my plans really quickly. Um, most of my students get frustrated with that because mm-hmm. that happens a lot. And also working freelance. Sometimes it happens. That's, you know, that happens a lot. So, um, I think, I think the trick for me was learning, A, I'm not like everybody else. B, I really want to find balance, but it doesn't look like what it looks like for everyone else. And it doesn't look like what every book I've read is telling Mm -hmm. me it looks like. Um, and C, being okay when I'm not good at it. Yeah. You know, so. Or when you take a day off. Or when I take a day off or. Not feeling guilt. Yeah. And I think. I guess, I guess people might be listening and thinking that's very millennial or very, I don't know, whatever yeah. they want to call it. But I don't know if it's millennial as much as it is we live in a world that is nonstop. Mm-hmm. And finding your rhythm in the world today is very hard to do. And everyone, I think, looks at other, like, how does Oprah do it? It's like, well, Oprah does it the way that Oprah needs to do it. You yeah. Know? So I don't think, when you learn from these people, and even when, we're, when people are in coaching with us, like, we don't tell them what to do. We tell them how to find what they need to do. Yeah. And I think that is... Beautiful. Yeah, and hard. Yeah. Because I, some of my students, I look at their schedule and I'm like, I, I couldn't do that. But together we have found a way to make it work for them. Yeah. And, and what is giving their balance and their work-life balance. I, I mean, I'm a, little, I'm a little different. I, I'm OCD. I've told You're you a like, lot different. Yeah. So I wake up like when I'm awake I'm up like and you know I usually start every morning I get my coffee my water and my juice and then I sit in bed with my laptop and I 
do not really leave that bed until and either I'll watch shows if it, you know if it's a working day I'm on my laptop prepping to get ready for my student calls or um if I have nothing going on that day I'll just drink my stuff and uh watch some Netflix I'm watching a good docu-series right now um and then depending you know if I have calls or I'm going to the salon like it's it's you know I don't know like that that's just what I have. I, I do everything on a day-to-day basis. So you start my morning off like that every day, but every day is different. So I'm usually checking my calendar, like what's going on. This is how I'm going to prep for it. Um, I never don't want to talk to people. Yeah. You're different. Yeah. Like Caleb comes out of his room and he's like, I'm like, good morning. Hello. But that's after I've been awake when I first wake up though. And I think that's why I hide in my room on my laptop, drinking my drinks, because if I haven't had my coffee yet, don't talk to me. And you know what? That's not a bad thing. Like, you need to take that moment to yourself for a second before you can deal with everything. We talk to a lot of people in this industry, behind the chair, freelance, everything. Like, we need to have that kind of balance of that moment to ourselves. And one of my students actually just told me today, she's starting to take breaks. Like, she used to sit next to her client the whole time, even if they were processing. That's exhausting. And I, you know, I love that about her. But now she just started to take a break and back away. And that just taking that little moment for herself to kind of just be like, ugh has made a difference so i and clients like that too yeah oh for sure she also asked uh nicole also also asked how do you drag yourself out of bed when you don't feel like it and if you don't yeah music honestly music is what gets me out of my bed (laughs) but also if you hardcore don't feel like it i think you need to reevaluate what's going on like do you not feel like because you're tired and you didn't sleep a lot that's different but if you don't feel like getting out of bed to do the things that you're doing for a living then we need to then we have a 1-800 number that you should call yeah 1-800 destroy the hair desert <laughs> that's not a real no, number don't call it <laughs> it's hard I, no it is hard to get out of bed there are people that are night owls like myself like sid goes to bed at a decent hour i try to and i i just have a harder time doing it because i'm more creative at night my brain is going at night um, and I also do think that age changes the way that you do things. Mm-hmm. I think that the way that I was when I was 21, the way that I was when I was 25, the way that I am now are a lot different. And I'm sure that as I keep getting older um, and getting, you know, I just think as you mature through life, you your patterns change. You know, when you're in a relationship, your patterns change. Yeah. When you have kids, your patterns change. When you own a business, your patterns change. So I, I think the number one thing is that when people ask this question, they're really asking, how do you do it? Because my way isn't working. And I would want to respond to that by, your way isn't working. My way's not going to work You're trying to do it you. like everybody else. Yeah. Like, exactly. you have to find your own. If you can't wake up at 8, 9, 10, then, then you need to schedule your day to start at 11. Yeah. And if you need to change your salon that you work at to enable yourself to do that, then you should. If you need to change your business hours, then you should. If you, you know, if you come from an old school background of like, you just power through, well, cool, but you're not happy. You're, you're not feeling the way that you want to feel. And what is the point? Yeah. She also asked what podcast do you listen to? I listen to so many. I don't, don't listen to any podcasts. You listen to ours. That's about it. I listen to ours when I edit it. Yeah. That's pretty much my uh, I listen to... Um, there's one um, by the founder of Nasty Girl Clothing, and uh, it's called Girl Boss Radio, and it is so good for all you, you know, for anybody out there. 
it's she brings on all these entrepreneurs um that are ceos of companies or it's just super inspiring and they have she has actually a lot of hairdressers on there too and just to hear their stories and how they got to where they went and like what makes them successful is it's really cool like i really enjoy listening to it and then i'm totally like i love me some murder mystery stuff like s-town or serial or things like that i can't do it i love it i've tried everyone gives me these ideas um, S-Town, I think, was a suggestion from one of my students, and I it's on my list of things to look at, but I just, I have a hard time doing that stuff. Okay, so last question. What She really are, loaded that I love it, though. page up. What are your work hours? So we said and I do three things. Um, we work behind the chair at a salon, or salons, mm-hmm. and we freelance. And do like editorial work, celebrity work, things like that. And we also run Destroy the Hairdresser and do coaching. How do we make it all work? I don't fucking know. So, <laughs> the, so uh, Sid and I work behind the chair two to three days a week. Yeah. Maybe a total of 12 to 15 hours. Yeah. And then um, we do freelance, I would probably say less than 10 hours a week. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Okay. And then... So let's say that's 25 hours a week there, and then we probably spend 20 hours a week on Destroy the Hairdresser, so we probably get in a 50 to 65 hours. I'd say, like, yeah, I would say with Destroy the Hairdresser, it's more 25 to 30. Yeah, I mean, If it's a call week, because Caleb and I have set ourselves up so that one one week I have calls with my students, and next week he does, um, that we we both have a week off to kind of do what we need to do for our students and our company, and... um, it's a hard, yeah. It's hard balance that we. Ha- it took us how long to figure out how to balance? Five this? years. Yeah, <laughs> we're still recreating balance. Yeah, we are constantly. We actually just had a meeting today where you know we're restructuring some things behind the scenes to make everything. You know, that's how businesses, you know, stay um, relevant alive. and keep changing and alive and moving forward. Um, a lot of it people don't see, but we spend a lot of time doing that. So when we're not on calls and we're not communicating with students, we are creating content, creating new structure, creating new systems, trying to keep up with everything. It's very hard. Um, answering emails, answering social media, things like that. Keeping up with social media. Uh, that's a rat race of its own. But it's And again, it's taken us a long time to find balance. And every now and then we have to refine that balance because Sid's schedule changes or my schedule changes. Especially with editorial, we don't ever know. Exactly. The freelance gets a little bit cray-cray. But it's not about... I'm, I'm, I try to we take both it, are kind of big believers in doing everything that we want to do. So. Yeah, and and I make that happen because I found the, find the balance. You know, we don't work Saturdays and Sundays. Friday, um, Saturday, Sundays. Yeah. Um, Fridays and Saturdays, Shabbat. Yep. Um, and Sundays, brunch. Know, <laughs> yeah, brunch. I work Sundays sometimes. Yeah. So it's just, it's, what is our schedule? I mean. I take my schedule. Our schedule is full. Yeah. Uh, but balance. But I still balanced. have plenty of time to do the things that I want to do personally. Um as well as creatively. And, um, we it, did have, it's taken a long time and I think we still kind of have it. At least I do is people have issues with schedule because they feel guilt mm-hmm. and they don't demand what they need. They also want. don't know how to say no. Right. And I think I've started, I've gotten to a place, we, I, you know, we've both done hair for over 10 years and there's people listening that have done hair for more, more, um, but still won't say no, still feel guilt. Uh, about taking time off or creating a schedule that they want, and I just don't. I don't want to do that, and I don't teach. Tell me, don't play kids. that. I want to play that. So if I want to 
three day weekend, I'm gonna give myself one. That's and usually... it's so funny, like even clients will be like, Oh my gosh, I wish I got a three day weekend. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well then fucking create one. Yeah. You know? And if you put yourself in a situation where you can't, then you gotta you know, people aren't willing to do the real internal work to like make those changes. So I think that people ask us what our schedule is. We do freelance, we work behind the chair, we work we own a company and we have really great balance in all of it. Mm-hmm. And it's taken us five years to figure that out. Yeah. And it's probably going to change every... It changed today. Yeah. It's about finding that balance. Your own balance. Your own balance. It's so important. So thanks for asking what our schedule is. FYOB. Find your own balance. FYOB. Hashtag FYOB. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Quote alert. Quote alert. <laughs> um, but that pretty much wraps up our shout out. I know. Right? We should do this again sometime. It was yeah, really cool. We're gonna we're gonna do this. We every love time, connecting. Hopefully. So we'll ask um, on our Facebook fan page. We're gonna keep asking questions, mm-hmm. um, and even if we don't ask, you can post whatever you want us to talk about. Yeah, we have a lot of new vlogs on our website, destroythehairdresser.com. Uh, one of them with Ian Michael Black, mm-hmm. um, kind of about his life and creating um, an aesthetic for your brand. What he was like as a teenager, talking about social media, blah 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 blah. Um, and we love him. And he actually told Kate, our blogger, that he wanted to be on the podcast. So if he's uh, listening. Please come play with us. Yes, we'll be in New York. Forever. Forever. Until <laughs> we die. So, um, <laughs> and we also have um, a special guest blog. Special guest. Yep. And it's called Instagram Isn't Enough. And it was written by, um, she was actually in one of our boot camps. Was she? Fatima? Yeah. Oh, right. Fatima wrote our, one of our latest articles. Yep. And Closing really the great. social media circle. So check that out. You can check it on her blog. Um, you can also uh, follow us on Instagram at Destroy the Hairdresser. And, and you can also talk to us on Instagram. Leave comments. Mm-hmm. We DM love a good us. DM. We love a good DM. <laughs> we love a good. Sh- we love a good shout out. And uh, if any of you are interested in getting to know Sid and myself a lot better, or are looking for coaching advice whether you are a salon owner hairdresser whether you work in freelance or behind the chair we have created some really cool programs and continue to create really cool programs for you guys so you can do that by requesting a conversation with us through our website at destroythehairdresser.com or link in the instagram bio yeah all you have to do is go to our instagram click on that link request a conversation and one of us will contact you then you will get to talk to us on the cellular phone the mobile (laughs) the mobile phone (laughs) um but this has been really great yep i'm glad you're back from paris Uh, i'm glad all my friends are back back. from four countries and now you're gonna hide in your room (laughs) away from us i'm gonna take a hiatus (laughs) but um no and uh we will see you guys in two weeks yep all right bye bye Check us out at www.destroythehairdresser.com.